This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. Knockout Podcast, we are back. I'm back with the boys, Nick and Austin. We are missing uh, Dre. Hopefully he's uh, doing straight. Come back from spring break. How was spring break, fellas? It was a good time down in Fort Lauderdale. Me and Austin were with our little group. It was a good time. Um, got some sun. Got to see uh, some, you know, some interesting things down there. It was a good time. <laughs> Austin, did you enjoy your time down there it in Fort Lauderdale? It was nice. You know, it was nice and warm out there. It was in the 80s mostly all the time there. Got, got to feel a little sunburned. I'm still trying to, you know, work out right now. But it was pretty good, you know. We visited the zoo, the zoo down there. So it was fun, you know. What yeah. about you? Shout out to Flamingo Garden, Gardens down there. Yeah. Travis, how was, uh, how was Philadelphia? Oh yeah, <laughs> Philadelphia. Uh, Philly was fun, man. Uh, I did the IX convention, International Association of Communication and Sport Fairs. Shout out for you guys uh, paying for the trip and giving me money to spend down there. It was fun, like just uh, meeting different people and just like doing uh, the speech, going to Eagle Stadium. It was a great, well-deserved break, fellas. And one thing we can agree on. No schoolwork. At least we didn't have to think about it for a minute. Right. For real. And hopefully, if you guys did not catch, me and Austin did do a spring break special with a special appearance of Travis on our IG. <laughs> um, that was a fun time recording. Oh, yeah. Definitely that. was a fun time, you know. So, yeah. Excited to be back in studio. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Um, Today's topics are going to be um, NFL and NBA, but a lot, though, in the NFL, a bulk of the show will be in that. But before we get in the NFL, want to shout out the Fair State women's and men's uh, basketball team on two terrific seasons, which resulted in GLIAC championships. That makes it five Ferris athletic teams this calendar year with GLIAC championships. So shout out to them. A tough way to end the season NCAA tournament. But now we can hop in the NFL. And I think, boys, uh, we're going to get into Brady, but I think first we start with Deshaun Watson. Obviously, he beats the um, cases. Uh, the 22 girls, uh, you know, that, that was crazy. But um, I'm happy uh, he's able to play football. So um, where do you think he's going to end up? Uh, I know that um, seeing reports by Adam Schefter that the Indianapolis Colts tried to reach out to Deshaun Watson <laughs> and they uh, turned him down. And, um, you know, he did meet with Carolina today. He did already reject Philadelphia's attempt to talk to him. And I believe he's meeting with the Saints tomorrow on Tuesday. Um, I don't know how that's going to work out and play out because I, I don't know if it's changed what their axing price is for him, if they still want three first-round picks and all that. Um, I feel like, though, he'll probably end up in Carolina and New Orleans. Those are the two, I feel like, just because they want to, they'll want they probably give up more. I don't know why New Orleans would do that, though, since they do, they're do they like $17 million over in cap space. It's just right. tough to see. Because I definitely don't think he'll be playing football for Houston anytime next no. year. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm leaning, leaning a little more towards New Orleans. New Orleans, I kind of like, they have a good little. I think they have a better setup there. I mean, I think offensively they still got like they still got Thomas over there. They still got you know a, a good defense that can still back him up and still you know hold, hold that hold other opposing offenses. And I think I think he'd make a good fit. I mean, even though with Peyton leaving and all that, and you know the kind of cap space is a little is terrible for over there. I still think it, it could be a good fit for him. Um, with Carolina, I don't, I don't know with Carolina. Carolina's up and down. I mean, yes, they, I, I do see that all, that can also work, but a similar way, I feel like he has a better, my personal, I think he has a better chance, at least competing wise, with New Orleans than he does with Carolina. Yeah, I think it's interesting because both are in the same division. Uh, personally, I always kind of wanted to see him in Chicago. I know it's like killed with Justin Fields there, but I think out of those two teams, he makes the most sense with. New, uh, the Saints, because since Drew Brees retired, 
Um, they're just really a quarterback away from, like, getting back there. I think a Deshaun creates a different element, especially with him being a dual threat, can run and throw. Deshaun really is like a mixture of, like, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Like, a lot of people forget yeah. the special things he did in Houston. So, with him only being 26, I, I think um, the Saints might make the most sense right now, especially with Kamara and Thomas. I think they're more willing to stay. I think that makes them, honestly, instant contender in the <clears throat> NFC. I, I don't know. It's kind of difficult because, you know, obviously Kamara's having issues up in Vegas right now right. with his own court cases. <laughs> so who even knows what he'll, you know, what it what will come out of that if he will have – if the Saints will kind of just let him go or whatever the case may be. And also, too, Thomas, he's made it public for you that, you know, does he really want to be in New Orleans? Plus they have to cut $17 million, so they have to get out of the cap. So if they get rid of Thomas, I think that would solve all the cap problems. So – if Deshaun goes to New Orleans, who's really going to be there still? Because there's two the two superstars that are there right now are still up in the air what they're going to be doing next year. Right. I mean that's true, but I mean I still I still feel that they can still they can still compete, dude. In that I still there I still feel that, they, that defensively I do like them still. I do like their defense to side the ball. I mean I I have to admit that after seeing how they played against my Bucks this past season here, so I have to, <laughs> I have to give them the props as much as I hate to do it. But I mean, with uh, with Carolina, I don't see it with them though. I just I don't see the fit with Carolina. I mean, I think it'll be a dis- decent fit, but the potential if they get Kamara and Michael Thomas back, you have more weapons. I feel like Carolina, you just have Christian McCaffrey. He's phenomenal, but that's literally it. The defense is awful, and there's really no one else that you know is worth talking about for Carolina. No, with all due respect, but like, I just think it's either one of those teams. But honestly, there's other fits he could. I really I know um the Steelers just traded for Mitch Trubinsky. I think Deshaun would have been in a great fit there. There's like a lot of teams where he people are still actually talking about Miami. You know, for some reason I don't understand because Tua's not hasn't been yeah, they, terrible. Well, well, Miami already made it clear in the draft combine. The GM went on air and said, "Listen, Tua's our guy." You know, point blank. Period. Um, I, I just there's not that many teams off the top of my head that I could see where they would take the Sean Watson. Like right. Indianapolis would be a great fit, but since they're in the same division, they're not going to do it. Not going to. Yeah. Seattle, maybe comes into play. Seattle. That could be interesting. That because be. they do have a bunch of draft picks now after the breaking news of uh, Russell Wilson being traded from Seattle to Denver. True. They do have they do have space. They kind of do have a team there that's respectable enough. Um, I, it's just tough to think off the top of my head. Who needs a quarterback and who would who would be willing to trade the amount of stuff that Houston wants back for Sean Watson? That's the thing, though. Like we talked about before the show, if the Lions don't draft the guy from Liberty – I would love to see – I mean, I don't think Deshaun will end up here, but I would love to see it because, like, we need, like, a guy like him. And he's electric, man, like I was saying. Like, the things he was able to do, like – and he's very consistent with his throws. He doesn't turn over the ball. He's going to make any offense, like, better. But you do make – oh, some good points. Seattle, I think, actually might be really interesting because then you keep DK. Tyler Lockett more than likely stays. Then, Because um, no way they want Drew Locke to be their franchise. Just well, no, yeah. I mean, and then they have Noah Fant the tight end they received in the draft and the trade okay. like you know it's kind of a good fit already so i don't know um deshaun watson is really up in the air who even knows if he's gonna be playing football next year True. still because if he doesn't get draft if he doesn't get traded houston's not gonna play him they already <coughs> admitted that so who yeah. knows but, yeah i feel like i feel, I feel like so, something's gonna get worked out here i don't know where I mean, I like, I do like how you guys talk about the Seattle. I that that shit is a pretty interesting situation. I think it, I think it, it would work. It, it would work. You know, you still got DK there. You still got Lockett. You still got some weapons there that he can work with there as well. Um, 
the Miami thing, again, that one wouldn't work. I mean, with Tua there, and they just signed Teddy Bridgewater there to back him up. You know, quarterback-wise, they're pretty much really set there. Um, but I think for me, I think the biggest surprise was was uh, Steelers signing uh, Trubisky. I thought because like you get you brought that up with the whole Watson. I'm like I'm, I I would I would think that that would be more of a, like, a fit for them. You know, with Deshaun and them going in there a bit. Yeah, but I mean, you know, yeah, Pittsburgh. I mean, I feel like Pittsburgh's always been in the uh, loops with all these quarterbacks, especially when Rodgers was like, "Oh, I'm leaving." People were like, "Okay, so he's going to Pittsburgh." You know, right. that could be a good fit. <laughs> this that. I always felt like Denver and Pittsburgh, all these two teams where all these big-name quarterbacks are always linked to. And obviously now Denver just got their big-name quarterback in Russell Wilson. I feel like Pittsburgh's still in the play for Deshaun Watson, though. I feel like they are. Because, I mean, yeah. Mitch Trubisky does not have a great, That's true. great, great history. You know, He's and plus terrible. they signed him they signed him to a, you know, a little deal. It's nothing major where it's like, oh, we have to keep him on the team. No, they can just cut him, eat the cap. Call it good. And there's um, a reason he keeps getting moved around. Like when he got to Buffalo, obviously everyone knew he wasn't going to play with Josh Allen. Like, so I mean, Trubisky's terrible. I, I honestly never really thought he should. He was worthy of his draft pick. I I, th- I just think he's awful. But I think like I would go after a Deshaun guy because Pittsburgh's in another situation like Seattle or <laughs> the Saints. Like you're a quarterback away from being a legitimate yeah. contender. If Big Ben could throw over ten yards, the Steelers might have did something last year. I just feel like they put too much focus on the Rodgers thing. I feel like they were really focused on trying to get Rodgers. I feel like yeah. there was a biggest buzz around it. And now with Rodgers staying with Green Bay, it's more like I feel like the the Mitch Trubisky thing was more of a last second thing. And it's kind of, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. They could go somebody else. I, I don't know. But for me, how I look like it, I feel like that's going to be their got to go with this season. Yeah. I mean, unless they go with Deshaun, with how Deshaun's been saying throughout these beginning free agency here, he, he has no intentions going to Pittsburgh. What about Cleveland, though? Cleveland, yeah. You- Cleveland, they have never, com- they haven't committed to Baker Mayfield yet. And Cleveland does have a, you know, I don't know if it's really stacked anymore, team, if you want to call it. But they do have a more, I guess, I would say a better team overall than I would say the Saints, argumentally, yeah. just like offense and defensive wise. Oh, yeah, definitely, I agree. So you know, maybe we see a trade, a trade for a trade for Baker Mayfield goes gets shipped down to uh, Houston, and then you know, um, Deshaun Watson's up in Cleveland. I, you know, um, that I guess I could see that happening. Maybe the Seahawks. You know, people are right. not thinking about the Vikings too. Obviously, they just signed Kirk Cousins to a one-year deal yesterday or extension, but I doubt that will happen. But, you know, that could be something that works here soon. Because, like, even if they make a play for Watson today or this year, doesn't mean he'll, he won't next, necessarily have to play next year with them and be their starting quarterback, right? Right. He could sit behind, you know, say, Kirk Cousins for a year. I don't know why you would want to sit him behind Kirk Cousins. But, you know, you could sit – you could have him sit behind one of these older quarterbacks that are about to – exit or leave right. and then kind of have them move in that's how i would take it but i don't it's it's difficult no i think that makes sense especially cleveland that brings an interesting dynamic because uh they actually just released jarvis landry today so i don't know if cleveland's trying to clean house because the only legitimate whiteout that they have is amari cooper and i'm not sure how long he would want to stay there especially with jarvis landry being released and obviously odell being gone and you still have um I'm I'm blanking on the running back. Uh, well, no, Chubbs, Nick Chubbs. He Chubbs, yeah. had a great season, so you do have a consistent running game. But I think if Desh- Deshaun were to go there, oh, then they also still have Kareem Hunt. So like, no, they still have um a decent um team. I think Deshaun would definitely make them better because Baker, he was just horrific, and I I liked Baker. He just threw way too many picks last year. He was looking more like Eli Manning. So 
I, I think, <laughs> you know, I think Baker has, like, some things to work on because you're right, Nick. I don't think they're committed to him long term, even though they've only made the playoffs once. And this year was kind of a down year, and they were supposed to be better. But also it uh, makes me bring to my next point. Obviously, we're talking a little bit about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Devontae Adams said he's not signing the franchise tag. And apparently from Bleacher Report, the two, uh, the team and Devontae Adams are very far apart from making a deal. Now, i got to ask you fellas this. If De- Devontae Adams doesn't resign, I honestly believe, don't I don't think he will. What does that do for Aaron Rodgers since he's already committed for four years? I feel like... He's gonna. He's gonna. He's probably gonna call Devontae Adams. I would say, and talk to him and see what they can come to terms with. Maybe you know Aaron Rodgers could you know maybe get him to only sign for the franchise tag just this year. Try to work out a deal. You know, even when he signs for it, he still have time to work out a long term deal, stuff like that. I I just can't see him leaving Aaron Rodgers. You know, I can't. Um, another thing too, though, like the Packers have been interesting with their signings because they just released a. Uh, um, Smith on the defensive sign, and right. that was just because they weren't money wasn't just working out and stuff like that. Plus, they've been making moves too in free agency. So I mean, it's just weird. The Packers are doing a weird thing because like I don't get why they wouldn't keep Smith, but they'll give Campbell five years, fifty million. Because I feel like Smith was a better fit. He he did more for the defense than Campbell did all year. So I just it's just interesting what the Packers are doing. I think they're just I think now they're more thrilled that that uh. Rodgers wants to stay. That's yeah. really it. Yeah, I got to agree with that because it's just like the Packers, a lot of like, the money that they're throwing out to me is just too much. Like you gave Aaron Rodgers, 37-year-old, don't get me wrong, four MVPs, just won the league MVP. Yeah. But four years to uh, for $200 million, $50 million a year, that's way too much for to me for a guy who hasn't won a championship since Obama's first term in office. Like we're just being, <laughs> it we're just like being realistic. We're like, paying fifty million to choke in the NFC title game. Yeah, yeah, like every year, like since he won his only Super Bowl, he's seven and nine in the postseason. He just lost to Jimmy G. It like, so I just, I just feel like that was way too much money. I could see Devontae Adams' frustration because it's like you're giving him all the money. Yeah, we know he's a guy, but it's like. He's not even, like, producing in the postseason. Plus, like, Devontae is arguably the best at his position, so it's like he's better than the franchise tech. So I can see where he's coming from. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, I guess, I mean, I think it's going to be tough for Green Bay to sign. That's the thing. It's going to be tough for him just to sign him in general. But, um, I mean, I get the frustration. I mean, they've been trying to fr- – they've been franchising tagging over here for a bit here. And, like, as much as – um, as much as I feel like Rogers wants him back, I feel I mean that I I I put my, I'll put my money. I had to make a bet that he will be back, but I would not be surprised if he goes. I mean, there's a few teams already out there who's already you know shown that they're in, that their interest in in wideouts. You know, you got Kansas City right now still trying to go out the Landry, which they could really quickly shift to Adams if Adams really decides on bailing out. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised too if possibly Denver did something a little bit here with bringing mm-hmm. Wilson, maybe bringing another weapon or so for him. And Adams would not be too bad of a pickup for them. So for me, I I can see him leaving, and I feel that there, there are teams who would you know easily take him and, oh, yeah. and make yeah. great fits for him, especially Chicago, you know, going for a championship now in his stage in his career. But I mean, it's gonna be tough with Green Bay because Green Bay's got a lot of problems they gotta figure out just outside of Adams. They gotta get worked out. Yeah, and, that, and that's a great point because like defensively, the offense line Rodgers has been getting hit more. So it's like it's going to be interesting to see what they do moving forward. But Devontae, I mean, to me, if he doesn't resign, that's kind of a slap in the face to Aaron because Aaron Rodgers mainly like he's probably coming back because of Devontae. Like they have a close relationship. But 
I would really like to see him go to another team of contender, you know, possibly the Buccaneers, all biased. But uh, <laughs> but I think I could see Devontae leaving. I think Denver, you make a good point, would be a good fit. And potentially if the Saints get a QB, I could see him going there, teaming up with Thomas and a few others. Because Devontae, if he, if he leaves, like, this free agent class is one of the best ones we've seen in the last few years. But you know who also, in the north, who is wor- looking for wide receivers? Detroit. And they're looking for the number one in – you don't think Dan Campbell and uh, Brad Holmes wouldn't mind sticking it to Green Bay and picking up Devontae Adams off a good, sweet deal? You know, hey, you play him twice a year. We'll toss the ball, go for 200-plus yards against them, you know, all this stuff. Like, come on, you know. Yeah. Um, that could be another thing. Because, I mean, Detroit's still looking for the number one wide receiver. You know, there's rumors yeah. that they're going off after Allen Robinson and stuff like that. So, right. it's there's still, yes, some wide receivers have already been picked up, the good ones, you know, but with Landry being released – with Adams up in the air and with Allen Robinson still out there to play, who, you know, where do they all end up? That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Detroit, that was, I mean, I think Detroit is more for that they, they need to get a QB there. I think that's their biggest focus on. They got, they got to get a guy for the future before they can really start focusing on. Um, I mean, it's just, I, I, I guess for Adam wise, I definitely, it's hard for me to see just because with, I think Rogers' big reason he, you know, came back to Green Bay was because how easy that division is. Oh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; he he can get you know, he wins a division every year that, that with with Green Bay. So I mean, for that, that's a no brainer. I see why he stays with Green Bay. Yeah. But I mean, with I mean with Adams, I mean, if he really wants to get to the Packers, I mean, yeah, the Lions would be a hell of a place to go or to. Or the Bears, <laughs> the yeah. Bears. But I mean, I I think it's it's gonna be tough for him. I think it's gonna be really tough for the seat. For him to stay in Green Bay, though, I just think I think yeah. he might be moving on here, boys. I think he might be moving. Honestly, I could see him possibly going to Dallas to replacing <laughs> Cooper. You know, I think uh, if he were to go to Dallas, that would shake up the NFC. I, I agree with you, though, Austin. I don't see him really moving in the division, especially when the second best quarterback in the division is Kirk Cousins, and that yeah. says all you, know, <laughs> you need to know for our division. So I think it's very interesting with Adams, but um. Yeah, I mean, he, he really might not come back because he does not want to be franchise tag because he did that the previous year. So, and I mean, this is really a slap in the face when you give Rodgers all that money. He was 37. But I think our next topic with the NFL, boys, we got to talk about it. Nick, you had the privilege of telling Austin about it yesterday. <laughs> I found out on social media. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady is back. <laughs> Two, probably the shortest retirement we will ever see in our 40 days. 40 days. Gas prices went on Brady's like, yeah, right. I He's like, all right, I'll, I'll fix so, a little bit here. You but, know. um. I think we're all shocked. Boys, what was your initial reaction when you heard uh, the news Brady's going to come back for his 23rd season? Um, so I was at work yesterday uh, just watching TVs, watching some NASCAR, actually. And next thing I see ESPN – oh, no, it was during Bracketology, too, when they were re- releasing the brackets for both the women's and men's. Because March Madness coming up, breaking news, Tom Brady announces on Twitter he's coming back for 23 years. You know, and it was right before break, and so – Next thing you know, I call Austin up. I was like, hey, did you just see? And the next thing you know, he confirmed everything with me because, you know, I was at work. Right. And next thing you know, Beach Report's reporting it. Adam Schatzer's reporting All this stuff's being reported that Tom, <clears throat> Tom Brady's coming back for 23 right. years. And then he even announces on his own Twitter, Instagram, becomes official, and all you see all the Bucks players going crazy. Yeah. And, you know, and if you're, if you're a betting man, put money on Brady. Put money on the the Bucks to win the Super Bowl because I'm gonna take one of his quotes. You know which one? They always ask him which one was his favorite ring to win. He always says the next one. Mm. So I think he's coming back for revenge, and they're gonna win the, the it, they win to win the Super Bowl this year. They're gonna make a strong run just because who they can bring in, 
Plus, yeah, I think there's another reason why I think he came back. I think there there's something in the works, something big. So I don't know. What are you guys' reactions? Yeah, I mean, I'm not glad I, I got that phone call from Nick, and I'm like, you know, I, I thought Nick was pulling one of those little pranks on me again. I thought never, he was joking. I with never me. joke with you, Austin. I thought he was joking. I'm like, dude, I'm like, don't don't play my emotions like that. Don't play my feelings like that. And then I look on Adam Schefter, and I look on Bleacher Report, and all that, and there behold, I'm like, there's an, uh, he's really coming back right now, huh? And that, that I'm just shocked. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm looking at his tweet on his Instagram post right now, and he he quoted saying. These past two months, I realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That that time that time will come, but now but now it's not the time. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. I mean, so that that's where I'm sick. So with all that, I mean, I, I got hyped hearing all hearing his whole really? post on Instagram. But like, I go back to it. I'm like. I, I go to the next point. I, I was kind of talking to him on the phone, but I'm like, dude, there's something else in the works that Bucks are that the Buccaneers are doing right now. Tampa has something in the works that they're gonna make some big move here that really draw you know Brady back. And don't even know, Brady's one of the most competitive guys we've ever seen in the you know in the league. Definitely. I mean, talk about like you know Mamba mentality and all that. You know, Brady has this like cycle time mentality <laughs> here. You see him on the field, but I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited about. It. I'm happy. About it. I'm interested to see what the Bucks are gonna do now. And I mean. I feel like I don't know if any of you guys saw it, but like he, you know him, him and his uh, sons went to go visit you know Cristiano Ronaldo and that yeah, team. I and you guys saw that video, that conversation. I I always love it because Ronaldo's like, "Ask you, are you are you finished yet? Are you are you done now? Are you yeah, done?" And he looks like, and he was like uh, "I don't know." When I saw that, I was like, "Okay, you know what? He yeah." <laughs> I feel like that kind of you know drove drove him to come back and kind of put a little fire in his uh, fire in him again. Dude, I was so happy when I saw. I like saw like probably eighty text messages from a. Few group chats for my boys back home. Shout out to them, and they were just like, "He's back, your boy is back." I was like, "I was like, what are they talking about?" I was like, "I have a lot of boys." And then I look, I was like, "Bro, Brady." I was, I was hyped. Um, I did not expect it coming. I did not see it coming, but I really love it. And you guys make a good point about um how they have something big. I think I could be wrong. I really believe Brady. One of the reasons he came back is in spite of Adam Schefter. A lot <laughs> yeah. of people might not know what I'm talking about, but Brady did not get the chance to announce his own retirement. Adam Schefter blurted out three days prior than Brady said it too. So I think Brady was really like, you know, he could still win. And the thing, another reason why I wanted Brady to come back, he led the league in touchdown passes, passing yards. He should have won MVP over. Oh, Aaron he Rogers. definitely should have won yeah, MVP. It's just like, why would you stop when you're still good? And Brady, to me, is like, you make a good point, Austin, about like Kobe. Like, Brady's one of those guys who's going to play until he sucks, you know? Right. So, and he doesn't right now. So. I got to agree with Nick, too. I think he's definitely going to win the Super Bowl. I think he's going to win number eight because Brady didn't want to go out losing to Stafford nah. like that. Even though he played good, Brady wants to go out on top. Plus, I feel like, too, with um, with that, with him coming back, I feel like there, there, with his you know previous you know, retirement, I feel like there was a lot of outside forces that really kind of like put him in that position or pressured him into that position yeah. of retiring. I mean, because we all know, like, Brady wants to basically – he wants to play until he's 50, basically. He's, yeah. he's late, you know, made that announcement over and over again and made that very clear. So I feel like there was I feel like there was a lot of outside forces, and I feel like you know the Adam Sheffler, Sheffler and all that was kind of part of it was like kind of pushing him to do it, but also that was a family too and all that, making sure that you know his wife and his kids were you know okay with him coming back. And I mean, yeah, I mean it goes to your point, I'm like he's shown he can still play. He's yeah. shown he's one he's still can play at a very very extremely high level. And I mean I'm excited to see what this next season holds. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to get revenge on the Rams. The Rams are still going to be very good, but Odell's going to miss most of the season, if not all, because of a torn ACL. 
Packers, we know what they do in the postseason, which is usually choke the Cowboys. The Cowboys. So, like, <laughs> I think the Buccaneers have a legitimate chance to come out the NFC and win the oh, championship yeah. because you're going to bring back Mike Evans. Chris Godwin's going to come back. I saw his post yesterday. Leonard Fournette also made a point before the show. I believe he's going to come back. Rob Gruskowski. Now, the defense is going to be hard to get JPP back, Jason Pierre-Paul, mm-hmm. and Adamkin Sue, but – like you said, they got to have something that works in order to bring back Brady because there were reports of saying if Brady came back, he was going to be on the 49ers or mm-hmm. this and that. So, like, Bruce Arians and them have a plan because they know Brady's only back to win a championship. But yeah, I mean, for the Paul Pierce one, they got that Tyron for the edge. I mean, I, I like him. He's when they, they uh, pick him the Jeff the following year there. I, li- I, I liked his performance so far, so I feel like for Paul Pierce, one, I feel like he would be a good replacement for him. Yeah. Uh, the Sue one, that's one – it's gonna be tough. I mean, try to replace a little bit. I know they did sign uh, sign back Carlton Davis, so at least got a little. Ba- they got their you know core uh, s- uh, secondary back there, but I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, and then again too with you know talk about just the, di- the different conferences and all that. A lot of the guys are going to the AFC. I mean, yeah. I mean, AFC you know is loaded this year. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean. <laughs> not trying to like you both like Brady is great and all, but the NFC, you know, it it, it is looking very promising with a lot, of, a lot of the big names and big town are going over to the AFC, and you know, the NFC is really kind of almost like up for grabs, really, you know, with the Rams kind of, you know, holding that peak, obviously, to the fighting champs. But I mean, the Bucks, you know, I'm I'm, I'm interested to see what they got behind the, behind the scenes here. Well, what I take from it too is like the Buccaneers still can go after Clay's Campbell; he's still a free agent, and plus he's a little older, so they can give him the vet minimum. Right. Sue's older. I haven't heard much like talk about him going to under another team. Right. You know, um, there's a lot of good older free agents, I guess, that probably wouldn't mind going to Tampa Bay and going to win a ring. It's more, can they afford all these like little small contracts? Right. You know, because they still got because I mean, with Brady come back means Gronkowski's going to come back and probably play a year with Brady. You know, stuff like that. I feel like it comes down to that. Maybe we see Jarvis Landry doing that wide receiving core. That's what I was because thinking, Because we also noticed, too, last year after Antonio Brown kind of left town, he really didn't have anybody besides Mike Evans, and he was still dealing with injuries and that. Right. So I feel like they're going to have to uh, boost up that wide receiving core just so it's not Chris Godwin and Mike Evans this year, where it's maybe Jarvis Landry in the – you know, I, it's intriguing to see what's going to happen with Tampa Bay now, especially with Brady announcing he's coming back. Mm-hmm. I, I do like that, Landry. I mean, they still got Scott, they still got Scotty Miller, they still got Tyler Johnson, and they got some guys that can still you know they can still play, they can still ball out. If if they want to win the Super Bowl, though, one They're, person they don't need to bring back is Richard Sherman. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, that that I would definitely agree with you. I think he was. I, I think he's more liability on that defense side. Yeah, he's and they tar- they target. I mean, the Rams game. They target the he- they target the hell out of Sherman, dude. Exactly. They exposed him that game. And man, Woodfield, like he's definitely not what he used to. Like that Legion of Boom defense was one of the greatest, but Sherman's not. And plus, so. you're coming off a torn Achilles, like he won't even be playing this year. And plus, you know, it's tough being a corner with a torn Achilles. I feel like. Yeah, I think it's a little tough there. I, bet, I mean. I mean, he's come, I think he's coming up with the, with the conference that, you know, that he has a great chance of winning. And plus, I think it's kind of funny, too, how he does it right before the NCAA, you know, men's basketball tournament there, man. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> right before the tournament, once that little bit of the you know, headline, let him know that, let everybody know that he's still around and he's back. I think it's kind of interesting. How he, did mm-hmm. that. he didn't want to pull Aaron Rodgers and announce on, dra- <laughs> on draft night that, oh, I'm thinking about leaving Green Bay next year. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he didn't want to take that away from the draft people. Like, come on. A lot of these guys, though, not, not even calling out Brady, but, like, Brady's, like, return was on the night of the selection show. You know what I'm saying? Like, he stole 
March Madness Twitter right away. So like, yeah, I don't think he, well, that was on purpose. Though. Oh, oh no, no, yeah, I don't I think it was. Like, but I'm just saying it's ironic, like how they do right. these on certain. I like, mean, days. I mean, if you were like Tom Brady, I feel like I, I wouldn't mind dropping a bomb on Sunday night. You know, like oh huh. yeah, I'm coming back. By the way, guys, huh? yeah. got you. <laughs> oh, yeah, he. But I mean, I'm happy, like, and ecstatic he is because, like I said, like he's at the top of his game. And it seems like he's getting better. Like 45 going on 25. As ridiculous as that sounds, he. That's what he did, 45 TDs last year and led the league. And really, if it wasn't for, like, the defense playing so bad in that Rams game, they probably win that Super Bowl. More than likely beat the 49ers and beat the Bengals. So, he knows that team. And that was with just, like you said, Mike Evans. So, imagine if they added a Jarvis Landry. What if they did the unthinkable and Devontae Adams went there? For some reason, like, he got commit. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we've seen crazier things. So <sighs> that, would be, that would be really, really interesting if he went to Tampa. <laughs> oh, I would be so happy, but he, that would piss off everybody. Oh, that would that would get that would riled up. You know what really sucked too right now? I'll be pretty pissed if I was that one guy who bought Tom Brady's you know last touchdown pass. Oh yeah, I saw that thousand dollars. <laughs> Sick. Oh my it's gosh, sick my stomach. Now it's just a regular touchdown pass, boy. Yeah, honestly, sounds like <laughs> just it. a regular one. Well, and also too, I love what uh, Ramsey said on Twitter yesterday. Thank God, I thank God I'm not gonna be known as the guy that Tom Brady who's last touchdown pass oh, yeah. for. You know, but yeah, no. Yeah, he tweeted, that, thank you. Throw that last touchdown pass on someone else. else. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah, I'd be sick to myself if I just bought the ball yesterday and this breaks and stuff like that. I don't know. Man. It's, it's difficult. I'm just glad Brady's back. NFL is going to be normal, I feel like, again. Yeah. Even though yeah, we, did, we didn't even see him. We didn't see off. a season without him or anything like that. It's only been 40 days. Right. Ah, it's still going to be nice. It's crazy just because, like, we were at the point, like, man, we're really about to witness the NFL without Brady. Because, like, Big Ben retired, Eli retired, you know, all these guys. All these Phillip, guys are generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're, Phillip they're Rivers, gone, so it's all like, gone. It's like, damn, makes you realize towards the end. I think Brady just realized, like, I can keep going. Like you mm-hmm. both said, like, he really wants to play till he's 50. And he, if he if he's not getting hit, if they get the – like, they just re-sign a Ryan Jensen, you know, the mm-hmm. offensive yep. lineman, center. Yeah. the center. So it's like if he's not getting hit, I mean, he can sit back and just throw. If he, if he keeps playing how he's been playing this past season, I mean, I I, I can see him play to fifty. I mean, it's kind of we say, you know, him and Rogers Roy are the last two really holding on the fort for us here, yeah. this last generation. But I mean, yeah, I'm I'm excited for the season holds, man. I'm excited. I'm really excited. But I know. But speaking of you know what season holds, I mean, we talked a lot about the NFC. But man, can we talk about the AFC a little bit and some of the oh, yes. crazy you know crazy moves, especially from Chargers. I mean, look at that defense, guys. I just want to bring out what in the hell is going on there with them. <laughs> that Chargers team stacking up. They realize they need, they need to compete with Kansas City. They almost they were competing with them as a normal team. Now they now they make a trade for Khalil Mack. So now you got Josie, Joey Boza and Khalil Mack on the same defensive line. They sign, re-sign Mike Williams. Smart move. Smart move. Oh, yeah. And then they bring in J.C. Jackson, arguably the best cornerback you know, in this in this franchise class. They're sack. They're get. They're they're loaded up for Kansas City. And you know what? I'll put it right now. Kansas City does not win the division next year. I, I was actually about to say the same <laughs> thing. I'm not gonna lie. I love Mahomes, but I don't love his uh, wife or brother. I think, <laughs> I think the Chargers win it because I'm a huge fan of Justin Herbert. He's one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. I think he's a top five quarterback in the AFC. And he's one of the yep. best in the league. Like I just said, I think they're gonna win the division. Khalil Mack. Those are the missing pieces they need on defense. He's going to take over. He has one like the best arms and one of the most accurate arms. This man, like I'm telling you, he's so slept on. The Chargers are about to be uh, back on the map. I think they're going to win that division next year. 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah, de- de- defensively, they look scary, guys. They look re- – I mean, that definitely in that division, they look like, they definitely look like the team to beat in that division. I mean, that division's loaded, though, too, though. You got, like, you got, you got Mahomes, you got Herbert, you got Carr, and you got Wilson now. I mean, you got four quarterbacks. You know, it's going to be, it's gonna be you know, a slugfest, dude. But I still, I still think it's how you guess It's still going to come down to Kansas City and um, Chargers and with the Chargers defense right now and how stacked that they got. I mean, they're definitely showing. They're definitely the clear favorite. I feel like in the AFC. I don't know. I would. I would say Broncos jump ahead of KC. Really? To be honest, yeah, I think the Broncos. You think KC's third in the division? I, th- I think so. <sighs> Look at their defense. I mean, Tryon Matthews is leaving. They're, they didn't resign him, and there's no reports that they're attempting to resign him. Really, they're losing him. They only have offense, and Patrick Holmes. Not gonna lie, didn't have his best year last year. Who knows what's going to happen now, especially after he just officially got married to that wife. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. I just can't see Mahomes being like the th- – uh, they did choke in the AFC title game. I give I give you that. I but know. I can see them being the third, especially with Wilson and Denver. Wilson, Denver- De- but Mahomes still the best QB in that division. Well, right? yeah, no, 100%, but his team's the third best in my opinion. But uh, that's true, but I, I still feel like Kansas, Kansas State's going to make some big moves up coming over, though. I mean, they've been linked to some of these big-time receivers with Landry and stuff like that. So I do see them I, – I do see them make – I do see them trying to pull one of these guys here. I, I'm curious to see who it's going to be, but I feel they're going to make some big moves here coming up. Yeah, though. But their but- team is still – got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and the kill, those three receivers alone are better than any receivers on the Broncos or Chargers. But at the same time, though, what about their defense, though? Because Kansas, City, yeah. Kansas City's defense, you know, kind of getting thinned out here with losing Tyron Matthew because he was a huge player in that secondary. And now now you're telling me Justin Herbert's not going to have a field day against his defense? And, oh, no. And compared to the Chargers defense, you know? Like, the Chargers defense is going to be all over Mahomes. We saw what uh, Tampa Bay was able to do to Mahomes during the Super Bowl that one year. I just feel like I just can't I mean, see them. He's played with bad the year they won the Super Bowl. I think they beat uh, the 49ers. Their defense was ranked 31st. So like yeah. he he can win with bad defenses, but it does make it difficult. But to me, to be honest, Kansas City's defense has never. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Has never been that crazy. Me, I mean, Tyron Matthews like good, but like that team is like Mahomes. Like they've won a oh, lot because yeah. even think about the Bills game for instance. They win basically whoever wins that game. Who wins that game is because of the coin toss. Like Josh Allen was tearing that defense up, four touchdowns, four hundred yards, and still lost. So like, I just yeah. can't really. I mean, the defense is true, but like Mahomes could put up points. Yeah, I just, I just feel like though they're gonna face a team like the Chargers that will be able to stop them, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna have to fall back on their defense, and then I feel like their defense will slip up and not be able to compete like the Chargers defense or, uh, or the Denver Broncos defense. That's how. That's why I'm saying they're going to be third in the division because yeah. I feel like they're going to go in these games, and you know they're going to be stopped a couple of times, and they're going to have to fall back on their defense. I don't think their defense will be able to hold, you know, the Chargers' offense because Herbert's balling out, or R- Wilson's going to be doing Wilson things in Denver. I just that's how I see it playing out. I do agree with the Chargers part. I I, I think they might be second, but the Chargers I could see them winning the division. I think Herbert's going to make a big jump. He might win most improved next year. I'm calling it, and he's going to be in the running, I believe, for MVP. Yeah, I get. I mean, I, I still can't give it to. I, I I can't still can't give it to Wilson yet. I need to see how he works with that system in in Denver. I mean, if he it looks great, I mean, yeah, I think they definitely will take that over. But I mean, I still think that I still think Kansas is gonna make some moves here on the defense side of the ball. I mean, you still got some guys out there like Wagner. You still got Miller. I mean, I, unless we ever heard about uh, Gilmore yet, if he got resigned out from Carolina, you still got some guys out there who they can try to bring in to help you know boost True. up that defensive side of the ball. Yeah, they definitely need to bring some people, in my opinion, if they want to make a deep playoff run again. Because I, 
yeah, again, it just comes down to that defense that's holding them back. Because if they had, a, they have, they had a, if they had like a mid-level NFL defense, they probably would win two to three Super Bowls at this point. So I agree with that. That's and that's what it comes down to. Two, and also, even though Mahomes is the best QB in that division, he has to perform better. Like when you're up twenty-one to three at home, you can't just lose to Joe Burrow like that. Like that game was really his fault because they didn't score any points. So one thing I will agree with you on, Nick. Even though their defense like isn't the greatest, there's times where we saw this year Mahomes was throwing a lot of interceptions. He mm-hmm. threw the most picks out of any season he's ever had. So like, if he could be more efficient, um, depending on if his wife comes to the game, like <laughs> that might determine a lot. Or his brother. <laughs> I think he should. Start, I think it's starting to realize now he can't do those lackadaisical throws like he used to. Those crazy well, throws. Yeah, those you know college ball type of those we see in this first season in the NFL. It's like you know te- teams are picking up on that now, dude. You can't be doing that anymore. You can't be throwing those risky passes. I mean, you gotta you gotta play smart football. You gotta play smart strategic football in the time of the game. Like if it's if the throw's not there, throw it away. Yeah, there's times where right. there's a few times where we've seen throughout the season where he tried to force the ball in there and it led to an interception over and over again. And it's like, dude. It's not the rookie season anymore when no one has tape on you. We got enough tape now on you. And the thing you make a good point. He gave Eli Apple a name. Like literally, he <laughs> right? he threw two interceptions in the AFC tailgate, and the Eli Apple had the audacity to call like everybody on Twitter. It's like it's like stop throwing it up for grabs. It's like come on, man. Yeah, that's another thing too. He needs to learn about that, and if he doesn't, he could be taking steps back for the near future. I would oh say. yeah, true. If he doesn't, you know, start picking up on his production, be careful with the ball. And, all that because again, this isn't you know 2018, 2019 where you can th- sling the ball down the tire kill. Everybody knows what you're about to go do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what you're about to do. So that's just how I see it. Exactly. I mean, everyone saw that at you know Super Bowl with how Tampa played him. Mean, everyone's kind of you know put that into you know defensive game plan against Mahomes. And I feel like you know he's got to get that fixed, or else you know you're gonna it's gonna be an ugly scene when you play against uh, Chargers here this come up True. season. It's gonna be an ugly scene for them to play with that stacked defense and. With that front set, that front four coming at you, it's it's gonna be really interesting to see how they're gonna you know go up against that. That's true because this is the first time in his career where he's not the clear cut favorite to not only come out the AFC but win the division. Well, clear cut team in that in that division too. Oh, that's what yeah, I just said. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I said in the AFC and in his and, division. And okay, yeah. But one other thing I wanted to ask you guys: uh, what were some other signings that you guys seen that like kind of popped out at you or other um, free agents? Hey, Jacksonville's making some moves. Jacksonville is making some moves mm-hmm. down in uh, Jacksonville. Um, they are taking some guys that I found interesting. Like they just signed Brandon uh, Schaefer, the uh, the guard from Washington Commanders. Okay. You know, um, they got Christian Kurtz on a four year deal down there. They they're signing they're signing some guys. So I think the you know this Urban Meyer era is kind of over, and they're gonna try to become a respectful football team, which I hope so for. Uh, um, Lawrence's sake. Um, another big thing too was uh, the Jets are making some moves too. You know they're signing yeah. Lincoln Lincoln Tomlinson away from the 49ers. They uh, sign, you know, just a bunch of I feel like people like pieces they need, and I feel like there's no big surprise I guess yet. I mean the J.C. Jackson thing, everybody knew he was leaving New England because yeah. of what hap- what he announced on Twitter. Right. Um, there's no like. Oh, big shocker! Like, oh my God, he <laughs> went there. Like, nobody expected it. Um, it's just these kind of bad teams making good moves, I guess, or just spending a lot of money mm-hmm. on players. Like Jacksonville, New York are the top two spenders. I feel like right now. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I, I like Nick Swanson's line. I think you know, there's some there's some somewhat obvious ones like Cincinnati. They got two linemen there. They got Ted Carr from the, the center from the New, New Orleans. Oh my God, 
from the Patriots, and then they got Alex Kappa from the Tampa Bay. So they've been trying to finally build that line up from how tr- terrible they were in that, that Super Bowl game. But, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they go. And, I mean, I know I'm, I'm kind of bringing it back a little bit with the Seattle a little bit. And I'm kind of thinking about, you know, if they don't get a quarterback, are we going to see them release more of their guys or drop more of these guys that's going to start inflicting, that's going to start having an impact on the rest of the free agency here? Well, I feel like I feel like if they're going to move people, it's going to be during draft day because either they're going to want to move up or they're going to fall back or something like that. Mm-hmm. I see their DK is going to be there for a little bit, like at least a year or two before anything. I'm more intrigued where uh, Teron Armstead, the number one free agent, free agent arguably of the class where he'll end up, you know, Von Miller's still out there. Chandler Jones is still out there. Marcus Williams is still out there. Yeah. You know, Allen Robbins, there's some, there's some there's dogs. Out there. There's, 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 <laughs> there's a lot of people left that could be signed. You know, Gilmore still out there. Bobby Wagner, Tyron Matthew, Hakeem Hicks, Trenton Brown. Like there's some, there's some good players and it's just, it's just interesting to see where they're going to end up. Are they going to resign with their teams or not? And even Clowney's a free agent too. Yeah, you know, true. They, it's that. gonna be interesting to see where like all these guys end up. One dude you named, uh, Allen Robinson, he's actually a huge Cade Cunningham fan. He's been liking a lot of Lions stuff. I can see him ending up here. I don't know if the Lions have something that works, but Allen Robinson has been a huge advocate for uh, Detroit sports lately, which I find that interesting. Him being one of the rival team in the division, so I can see him doing that. And um, you guys make an interesting point. I don't know. This probably won't happen, but just hear me out. What? Richard Sherman not being there no more. If Tyron Matthew can get over his differences with Brady, that would be a perfect fit for Tampa Bay. No, no, I'm just thinking, just think about it. he he's way better at this point of his career than Richard Sherman. Yeah. I know you guys remember the Super Bowl where the Bucks beat them him and Brady yeah, yeah. got into yeah. it. But I mean, and especially Nick, you make a point, he's probably not gonna re sign with Kansas City. Tyron Matthew's still one of the league premier safeties in this league. If I'm the Bucks I just wouldn't be surprised if they did that because the Bucks are going to make a big splash. I wouldn't mind him or Gilmore because he has ties with Brady in New England. Yeah, so I would I love think, to see Gilmore. I right think there. Gilmore is the candidate to go down to Tampa Bay for sure. Hakeem Hicks on the defensive line side could come yeah. in and replace like a Suish type player, um, stuff like that. You know, Bobby Wagner where yeah. he he could. I I don't know if he'll end up in Tampa Bay because they have a stacked linebacker core, but still though he's just interesting to see. Um, you know, there's Melvin Ingram. He's a free agent, too. You know, True. edge guy for Tampa Bay. He could do something. G.J. Clark as a wide receiver, plus D.J. Reed, a young cornerback from uh, Seattle, could do something. I'm just intrigued. And plus, too, James Winston. He's still a free agent. That's True. the thing. Where is he going to end up? Um, there's just a, there's a lot of good. Patrick Peterson, a cornerback for Tampa Bay that could pick up. You know, young guy. Old guy, but you know, still thirty-one, still can perform. Right. Had a pretty good year with the Vikings last year, just like stuff like that. And going back to Travis's point with Allen Robinson, he does have ties to Detroit because he is from Detroit. But um, looking at the rumors, though, it looks it looks like it's down to um, Detroit, and I believe uh, there's like two other teams that are rumored to be the top three mm-hmm. um, in uh, the race for him. Um, yeah, it looks like Detroit. Jets and Raiders and Browns are amongst the, the teams in the mix right now for Allen Robinson. So that would be huge for any of those teams. So, yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about that with Matthews. That would be kind of cool. Interesting seeing him you and Winfield me? back there, dude. You got two dogs in that safe, in that secondary with those two there. You I like that. Me? But, I mean, how <laughs> how I see the Bucks. I mean, 
how I feel like they're gonna approach it. I feel like they're gonna try to get a third receiver here. They're they're gonna get a third guy. They need they need number three, especially with yeah. a, a god guy one being out for a little longer there. Um, but I mean, I see him trying to get third receiver. I see him trying. I mean, go really heavy on the defense. I feel like they're gonna try to really stack up that secondary. I mean, that secondary we've seen this past year that that was definitely their weak point on yeah. that defense. And I feel like the Matthews would be a good pickup. I mean, Gilmore they can try. I think that's gonna be a pricey one they're gonna try to get. But right. I mean, with the ties he has with Brady, I mean they could maybe try to get him on the low. Who knows? But I mean, there, there's there's a few names out there that they can try to bring in and try to help boost up that deep that uh, secondary for the Tampa Bay. Because the reason why I see that happening, people can say what they want about Brady, but Brady is honestly one of the most unselfish superstars when it comes to giving his guys money. He literally got Gronk paid his incentives last year. He would have got AB paid if AB just didn't run off the field, but. Brady has been taking pay cuts his entire career. There's so many guys in the NFL you guys would not believe who've made more money than Tom Brady throughout his entire career. So Brady's going to take a pay cut to bring in a lot of these guys. He literally did that this past season, bringing back Fournette, bringing back all these guys. So like, Because to me, if Chris Godwin doesn't get hurt last year, tears MCL, they win the Super Bowl. Because last year he just mainly had to throw it to Mike Evans because that was all he had left. So mm-hmm. just with Godwin back, that might be enough for offense. If you add another wide out, that's a plus. But I think they're going to be able to get like t- a potential Tyron Matthew because Brady's going to take pay cuts because Brady wants to win so bad. He's going to mm-hmm. take more oh, yeah. cuts to like build the roster. Because for me, it's like the only reason he's coming back is that he knows him and Bruce Arian like, all right, we can get this guy, this guy. I believe that's the mentality going this free agency. Yeah, Antonio Winfield and Matthews would be uh, that'd be an awesome backfield to see. All two two, two dogs that want to hit and they, they play play their butts off. That'd be awesome to see. But I mean, I think it, go, it goes back to two with the injuries with Tampa. Bay. I think that played a part too why Brady came back was because like that was really the reason why they you know they kind of you know fell out of the playoffs because of injuries. They dealt, they had multiple injuries throughout the offense and de- defense side of the ball, and it's more like you know does he really want to go out that way? You know, yeah. like, if, like he wants to go out on top and like if you know give his all. I mean, that Tampa team was basically you know was basically hanging on really with the right. managers they had. So, hopefully, this come up season they can pick up some guys here and try to create more of a you know depth for you know offensive defense side of the ball. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, but moving on, I would say from Tampa Bay, just looking at all of the teams around, I'm intrigued what the Rams do. Um, just how they want to run it back, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean. There's a lot still left in the NFL free agency for sure. Oh, yeah, and that was a very, very good discussion, boys, for the NFL free agency. Before we end the show, we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA. Yesterday, uh, Kevin Durant, season-high 53 points against the uh, New York Knicks, Sunday afternoon game, one of the most lethal scores we've ever seen. But something bigger, boys. Uh, at the game, Kyrie Irving was a spectator. So in the new uh, mandate for um, New York, he's allowed to come into the game and watch, but he can't play. And the team got fined 50000 this morning for him celebrating the locker room. I personally think it's ridiculous. I think if you're going to have a mandate, don't let him come in the building. Why would you let him spectate but not play? That, like, makes absolutely zero sense. Not saying I don't take COVID serious because I do. I understand people have died. But if you're going to have a mandate, stick by your rule. Don't let him be a spectator and not play. Because that literally makes no sense when you have a crowd of 20,000 fans. At least one person probably has symptoms that they don't know of. Yeah, I would have to I would have to agree with Travis. Um, I think by the time playoff kicks around, I bet – the mandate thing and all that will kind of come to the end, just seeing how the NFL kind of got rid of all their mandates and that, um, you know, but looking at the NBA though, Hey, the Sixers are kind of killing it a little bit, oh, you yeah. know, uh, James Harden's been kind of going off. Um, Brooklyn's still, you know, doing Brooklyn things, but LeBron's been dropping 50. 
He dropped Jeez, 50 on Sunday crazy. night, but then the last night gets blown out by the Suns by 20. So I mean, <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't help, I guess. You know, right. like it's a, like yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, LeBron go for 50, and the next night gets blown out by the Suns. Like it's difficult. You know, Cade Cunningham's been killing it. Yes, rookie of the year. I, I easily should be if. If if he's still plus money on DraftKings, I'll bet some money on Kate Cunningham to win Rookie of the Year. You know, um, it's just it's it's getting down to the wire with the NBA, and I'm excited to see what happens. Oh yeah, it's getting interesting with the NBA. I mean, LeBron's been playing out of his mind right now. I mean, he's been yeah. playing phenomenal. I mean, even though his team is not, you know, getting that win column. I mean, he I, he definitely has made a case for himself for MVP this year. He's definitely made a case for himself. I think with the points he's been putting up and how well he's been playing. But, I mean, go back to the Brooklyn thing. I mean, I'm surprised with that. I'm shocked with it. And, I mean, if you're going to have a mandate, you know, hold up to it. I mean, it, it's it, it was, it's a weird situation. It's a very weird situation. And, I mean, it, it's definitely going to bring into questions, like, how they want to go about this now, right. especially with this recent situation with Kyrie. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how they're going to – I don't know how – hopefully this mandate gets, you know – over soon here, and I, I feel like it will be, especially yeah, how winds get warmer out, and you know, there's other problems going on in the world than this. Yeah, Ukraine, but <laughs> <laughs> other things than that. But yeah, I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how this plays out. Yeah, I'm definitely, obviously, as we're gearing up for uh, March Madness and stuff like that, I think with the NBA season coming uh, to an, I'm very excited. I mean, uh, getting ready for postseason, I'm very excited for that. And, yeah, I mean, that can kind of determine a potential championship for Brooklyn if he can if he can only play part-time or if he can play full-time. So, I think that's going to be interesting. Boys, I think this was a great uh, first show back. Yeah. And um, I'm going to pass to Nick real quick. Yeah, and then the, the kind of just change the vibe or topics of the show, I just want to um, – out there during the show today we did get breaking news that uh Scott, scott hall the uh the wrestler and actor and stuff like that wasn't spider-man in that did pass away at the age of 63 but yeah and you know i'm glad it was our first show back from spring break if you didn't check out me and austin spring break special on instagram live you should go check that out so up on a knockout page on ig and you know thank you for listening on uh spotify or anchor however you do and hey if you enjoyed the show tell a friend if you didn't if you didn't enjoy the show you should still tell a friend always tell a friend thank you for listening to knockout podcast